Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, powered by Four Golf Custom, Derek and Jill and Don and all the crew in Four Golf Custom, based in Clean Castle, not far out of Dublin. They will give you a tour level custom fitting experience. It's where I've been going for my clothes for well over five years. They sponsor the podcast now, thankfully, so they're supporting me get to their level of customer service. There's a fella on the PGA Tour won't be in Rome and I'm gutted for him he was so close to getting that pick it's Mr. Seamus Power hey I'm Seamus Power on the PGA Tour if you're looking for the best golf club reviews out there on YouTube just check out the guys at 4Golf Custom they've custom fit my golf clubs for years and they're the best in the business and they are indeed the best in the business and they're also the very best in the business at YouTube golf equipment reviews and I cannot wait Derek is recording them this week he's recording them today I think uh, if you listen to the podcast on release day uh, of the new Callaway Apex Pro range and I can't wait to get my hands on those this isn't sponsored by Callaway I've just seen the pictures and they are beautiful um, but back to this week's podcast and it is with this year's South of Ireland Championship 2023 winner Mr. Colm Campbell doing it for the full, fully employed folks this year doing it for the, the people with kids and a full time job and still playing elite amateur golf and getting picked for home internationals the week after so he walks us through that walks through an equipment change and a red hot butter and some advice from yours truly that I'm taking full credit for his South of Ireland championship win give it up Colm Campbell roll it there Clet. I mean listen we talking about practice Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Where's well, Joe Bradley? What did he get at? Donald Donovan is the last quarterback. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Round and out there. Oh, Here it comes. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that? Colin Campbell, are you ready to tee it up? Absolutely. Good stuff. Celtic Symphony was the walk-on song last time you were on. Is it still self- Celtic Symphony is the walk-on song? Mm, I think we'll change it up just to keep it fresh. We'll go for We're on the One Road. We're How on about the that? One Road. That's, that, that's, a, that's a good one. That was a good one on Sunday night. Was it the 29th, yeah. the, the 29th of, August, of July there, wasn't it? Was that rolling yeah, out? Did, did you hit the mont? Did you? No, unfortunately not, no. I uh, I had outstayed my welcome in Lahinch at that stage, I think. <laughs> um, well, first of all, um, first of all, many, many congratulations. South of Ireland champion 2023, Colin Campbell. Nice ring to it, isn't it? Yeah, sounds, I like the sound of that one. If anybody doesn't yeah. follow Colm on, on Instagram, you should, because it has like um, the emojis for like, I think it's uh, your daughter. Our daughter's actually this, kind of the same age. And then just like mm. all the victories. <laughs> so I got a, a nice new one. You should do it. It's in chronological order. So the most current ones are down the bottom. So you have to go yeah. see more and, and, and go on some more. <laughs> go on some Not more. intentional, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, I played the Monday before this. The South of Ireland practice on Saturday, the Tuesday. I played it on the Monday. And I had only one person sneak into my DMs looking for course conditions. And that was you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Did the voice yeah. note help? Probably not. <laughs> ah, no, no. It's always get. It's always good to get a bit of local information. So it is. Um, every every key piece of information all all helps. You had a you got a local man on the bag as well. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, um, like an early crew. 
Mac and Ernie, yeah. Ah, look, um, since I've been down to La Hinch, Podrick's been very good to me, um, along with Paddy as well. And uh, last year, in the last 16, I think it was, Podrick said to me, look, there's rain due to come in. Do you want Daniel to jump on the bag and, and uh, let him sort of look after the tiles and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, no problem. And um, he'd done a good job. And I said to him, I messaged him the week before, and uh, just said, look, if you're around and fancy jumping on the bag, be a great help. So, yeah, he came along and um, he was brilliant from start to finish. Uh, like, especially in the in the couple of couple of earlier earlier uh, stages of the of the tournament, you know, the qualifying rounds were tricky. They were wet. So uh, it was a big advantage having a caddy over those couple of days. Now, the best, the best is because I was actually this year was my second year actually hanging around in about a decade. Um, mm-hmm. So I was there. I played on the Monday, then it shut down course wise for members wise or visitors the Tuesday through the Sunday, and the Monday and Tuesday of South of Ireland week was the best weather. Yeah. <laughs> Before any competition we actually started, the next couple yeah. of days it was like a two three club wind all week. Bar mm-hmm. I think Thursday afternoon maybe. Um. Mm. You were Mr. Consistent for the week, though. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the mm. scores here of, like, uh, the first two qualifying rounds. I think it was 73, 74, made, made the cut mm. handy, and then yeah. into, into match play. But where was, the, where was the mindset before? I saw a couple of screenshots of, on the Sunday evening, you know, when everybody's celebrating, like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take, uh, it's my, it's, I'm the reason he won, and I'm the reason he won. There was a couple of screenshots there of, I think it was, you were texting a buddy, and it was like, if I can get the putter right, I'm in with a shout. So yeah. the couple of weeks leading up to the south, what, where because mm. you won one for the working class, the the amateurs who still work, the the guys are yeah. kids, the guys who are yeah. you know have a nine to five, and and you cover Ireland for paying, I believe. So it ain't it yeah. ain't a job like me where I can like keep the green light on <laughs> and go sneak out for nine holes. Um, no. Where did you feel the game was the the week before or the few weeks leading up to the south? Yeah, like game was sort of starting to trend a little bit in the right direction because like you know being bluntly honest I had a really really poor season leading up until I went to the St Andrews Lynx Trophy um, and I played nicely in it so I did uh, I, I made the cut there which was which was a good cut to make because that's one of the best feelings of the year um, although I finished end up finishing last of the ones that made the cut but you know, from tee to green, the game was very, very, very positive. Potter was very cold throughout the week, but um, then we obviously had a huge gap in the calendar, so I was just tipping along playing golf at home. And it's different when you're playing golf at home because you just know the land. You know, you just know the land of the eye and all that sort of stuff. And then I played the Hermitage Scratch Cup, um, which was the week before, I think, and hit the ball lovely. Potter could see it starting to maybe trend in the right direction. So I was going there, you know, down there optimistic that if I got the putter going, I had a chance. Uh, again, I've had a decent enough record in the Hinch over the years and it's a course I'm very comfortable on. Um, so again, as you know, match play, be a wee bit more aggressive with a putter and luck putt put started to drop and we started edging our way through each round as we went. 
I had a few people in my, well, I had a few people I, I earmarked, obviously people who are friends of the podcast like yourself. Mm. Um, but, you know, people in form or whatever else. So I had your, my top three, my picks uh-huh. that I didn't put any money on that you talked about in the 19th and the Sunday night that you didn't put money on was yourself, Ryan Griffin and Peter O'Keefe. And you played all of them <laughs> in the last few rounds of the match play. Mm. Um, yeah. Ryan Griff, the Ryan Griffin match I followed from 14 through to the second extra hole. It was riveting. The quality right. of golf, the, the quality of golf in the conditions was, was insane. Um, mm. And bar the, bar the first two rounds, you shot, you know, one over, two over, which in the conditions is, 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 is quite good. I, I heard a rumor mm. then that you were like four and five under through 12 and 13 holes in most of your matches. Um, mm. Well, no. may, maybe this Sunday morning, there was a 500 yes. through 13 in, in, in the harshest Seven. conditions all week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, huh? um, yeah, yeah. Look, it was uh, like going back to some of the, the early matches I had. You know, I was pretty much behind in all my games going into the last seven eight holes, um, and you know those last seven holes or so are just pars when you a lot of a lot of holes, especially the way that wind was blowing. Um, you know, even even the game I had against Mark against Bouch in the in the last sixteen, like I finished I finished two, four, four to win one up. Um actually four, two, four, four, uh, to get over the line, which was I probably hit probably hit the best shot of the week against against Mark. Uh, down eighteen after hitting it in the bunker off the tee and then hitting eight iron to you know, actually he gave it to me. It was that close and um but then even the game against Ryan, like he just would not go away. You know, he was just so clutch. I was two up with four to go. And um, I hadn't played that much with Ryan. And I have to say, he's he's one of the he's one of the most improved that I've seen over the last couple of years on, on the Irish circuit. And um, a real good lad as well. And uh, I don't think it'll be too far away before he picks up a championship with how he plays golf. No, absolutely. So I pride myself when it gets windy, right? Mm. Especially around home. Mm. And I treat it like, uh, I won't say I'm Brooks Skeptic, but I have like that Brooks Skeptic mentality. You know, when the weather comes out, I only have like eight or nine people to beat. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because it does, it does get windy. How do you, like Warren Point ain't the calmest places either. No. You know? So, but I mean... The ball flight control from the likes of yourself, Ryan, Peter, you know, the, the the few Rob Moore and the few guys I was watching over the week was insane. Like, is that do you go to flight school for that? You know, do you, are you on the range managing flight, or is it just you're just used to playing in those conditions, so you just take it out of the back pocket? Did you get that question? Did the connection go there for a second? Did it? We back in the house. Do you have me, Colm? You gotta love it when a child turns on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> but the glory is your side. Your side should that this this program here that we're in should have gotten all that first bit. <laughs> I never heard so, any of it. That's all right. Do you know the until that flight school question? I was talking about ball yes, flights. Yeah, I I heard um, up until you said about. Do you pull you it out of your back pocket? Start about talking about ball flight, and that was yeah. it. 
I, d- I don't remember after So this studio on. should have recorded everything we talked about up until that point. And this just be part two. And if that doesn't work, well, then we might try it another day. <laughs> we'll okay, try and start with it. No yeah, panic. Yeah, no worries. Love tech. Love yeah, tech. Absolutely. <laughs> Where was I? Where was I? We were talking about ball flights. So we have hit record. Glorious. So playing windy conditions. Uh, I'll drop the Brooks Kepka quote in case I didn't get that bit. Brooks Kepka normally says he only has a, to play like eight or nine people in the field. That's how I feel in Lehinch when the wind gets up. Right, mm. and of yourself, the 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 ball flights, especially in your match against Ryan, because uh, mm. I was I watched that for a good few holes, mm. were, were 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 stuff I could only dream of. Do you know what I mean? I just let the wind play my ball around. I just aim yeah. accordingly. But like you were like playing soft draws into the wind that was off left right stuff I can only dream of. Is, is that? Do you guys go to flight school for that? Do you know what I mean? Is that stuff you're practicing on the range? Or for people like yourself, Warren Point ain't the calmest mm. places on the planet. Is it something you're just used to? And there are shots that are in the lock and you go to the back pocket. Yeah, in fairness, like although Warren Point's it's a parkland golf course, it does get it does get very windy. So it does like very rarely you play a Warren Point and you know there's not a there's not a wind blowing of some. Uh, but yeah, like to be fair, like I think when you're when you're swinging the club well and, and confidence is high, I think you can feel you're pretty comfortable in hitting whatever sort of shot you want to hit. And, you know, the wind was blowing that hard at times. You sort of had to nearly turn it into it to sort of try and hold it on, on this line as, as long as possible. And, um, but yeah, look, it was, it was, it was nice that, you know, you'd full thrust in, in what we were, what you were doing that week. And, um, I actually put a new, new set of irons in the bag, sort of about, a week or two leading into it, and that was a that was a big moment for me. Now I'm a I'm a man of uh, I don't like change too often, so um, so I uh, I have to say a big thanks to to Matt and Jeff and Dominic, the lads on the truck that looked after me with with getting me right right set of uh, sticks in my hand. Because uh, I was a hard went man in. shift. Mother. You, you can't not say what went in now. What went into the bag? Mm. Um. So the i230s went in and i got them at the start of the year and just just wasn't comfortable with them um just didn't didn't feel they were heavy enough um so we made a little bit of an, a chaff a shaft change as well so we went to slightly different shaft a little bit heavier something a little bit low low, low spin and lower trajectory shaft so that was a big help so are we talking, and we'll go technical for a second, you'd know four golf custom sponsored the podcast when I come out with stuff like, did you go for uh, loading zone, LZs, or had you gone into the KBS money tapers? Yeah, so went KBS, C tapers, um, went for the 125s, the S pluses, um, and just, I I like something that feels quite heavy at the at the top of my swing I like to feel where the golf club is and I wasn't getting that um when the old shaft was in it so so yeah so like I'm very very weird when it comes to golf clubs so uh it's called so feel it's called feel color. yeah yeah it is <laughs> it is um so so yeah so that that definitely was a big factor in in uh winning in the south as well because I had a lot of really good iron shots over the course of the week and um I total total trust and faith in what I was doing with them, which was which was a nice feeling as well. 
100%. Something I couldn't get over was how you hold putts from, you know, that outside, you know, what is it, like five foot on tour is like goes down to 70%. So that kind mm-hmm. of five to 12 foot range, like when I was watching the, the, the holes you were on, on the Saturday, I think you held 12 footers on 16, 17 and, and the final hole, the 20th hole against Ryan. You know, mm-hmm. and I was nudging my buddy because he'd money on Griffin, of course. I was the one that no, has this. So that pat, that I think it was a putt for the half and seventeen mm-hmm. against Ryan. Yeah, and nailed it. I was like, yeah, yeah. What what goes through your head when you have a putt in that scenario? What what? Where is your focus? Mm. Just just picking picking a good good target, good start point, and and just trusting it. Um, like I have to say, the greens in the hinge were out of this world. They were superb all week, um, probably as good as I've put it on this year. Um, and that's a that's a big confidence as well. Knowing that when you hit a good putt, you know it it's it's got a real good chance of hitting the hole. And um, that that definitely was a big big moment. So it was the greens were just so pure in the hinge. Um, they were unbelievable all week. Um, but yeah, just just trusting the line and no real self doubt and and um, and funny there's something I listened to about leading into that week um, was what McElroy was doing that he wasn't he wasn't reading his putt until it was his turn to actually putt um, so he wasn't over overthinking his his uh, his process leading into the putt. And it was something I actually started in, in the stroke play and it stuck with me the whole way through it that, you know, I wasn't reading the pot until it was my turn to actually hit the pot. Um, and I just stuck to that process the whole week. So that definitely was a big, big help as well. So it was. That, that's something for everybody to take home now. Mm. Um, don't do anything totally until it's your right. turn. Don't be ready to play at all. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> uh, but don't be taking well, yeah, no, I know. Them. I know what you're saying because a lot of people... Yeah. Are, Especially on places like Lahinch or, or these marquee mm-hmm. golf courses, you'd be thinking and overthinking and then allowing for the wind yeah. and then mm-hmm. and then your your brain is frazzled by the time you're over a ball. Yeah. So I do understand what you're saying. Um Yeah, and it, and it, like, you know, the other thing as well is I had I had young Daniel there that was you know, had the local knowledge and he, he, he saw a few he saw a few pots that I didn't see. Um and he gave me some some really good readings throughout the throughout the week as well and um, he made some some good calls, so he did on the green. So that was a big factor in it as well. Well, anytime you're going for to Lahinso and you need a caddy, you know who to ask for. Hugh, Huey Ben is mm-hmm. not because asked for because he's been on all the the YouTube shows. You know, he was on like yeah. No Laying Up and mm-hmm. and a few other people gone to Lahinso and they request Huey. So Daniel might get a few requests now after this. Daniel's going to be the new the new <laughs> king in Lahinso for a while, I think. <laughs> after after last week, yeah. <laughs> Does he get half the jacket? Don't <laughs> Come here to me. The final was against possibly, you know, one of the biggest names in Irish amateur sport between his visibility to his own brand and what he does, but also mm. given he was in the final last year, uh, he was a lot mm. of people's favourites. Um, how did you approach the final, knowing you were going up against mm. Mr. O'Keefe? I'm sure you've played a lot of golf with Peter, have you, with Pedro over the years? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like I know Peter very well. We'd be good friends, and um, but you know my mindset didn't change. Whoever I played, um, my goal was just just pick a target, commit to the shot, um, and to be honest, like golf nearly went out the window in, on in the final. It was just who could 
limit the damage as, as best as possible, to be honest. Um, and to be fair, look, you know, going out start of the match, it was always going to be a tough ask against a you know a player of of Peter's caliber. He's he's a class act and he's won many championships and um it was always going to be tough. But I I, I never never doubted myself and you know I I knew if I just stuck in and hung around and stayed patient and that was obviously the key over the course of the week and uh, you know it got off to you know it just. Didn't really get going at all in the final. Um, obviously, it was difficult with the conditions. Um, but you know the putter really kept me kept me in the match right throughout the whole eighteen holes. And um, you know he was probably thinking, was I ever going to go away? And um, so yeah, look, it was just a matter of of just sticking at it and and keep banging on the door and and taking chances whenever I got them and because to be fair he didn't give me too many chances through the first 15 holes so he didn't yeah two down two down with three to play where was the head at because we've a little bit of a walk most of the walks mm. between green to tee box barth 12 to 13 yeah. in the hitch are are, are yeah. quite short mm. what was what was going through the mind walking up to the second highest point in the golf course in the hinge, two down, three to play. Where were you like, Jays, I just... Because most people, like me, would be going, I can taste the Guinness already. I just want to drown yeah. these arrows. It ain't going to happen. But where was your mindset at? It was actually good. I said to Daniel, um, walking up after Peter, Peter missed a good chance in 15 to go three up. And um, I said to Daniel once he missed, I was like, we're still in this. We have a chance. I was like 16, 17 and 18. We're playing very tough. Um, so I knew I had a little, it was a small chance. Um, and I think probably in normal, normal conditions, it, it, you know, I probably wouldn't have got the chance. Um, but with the conditions we were playing in, um, I, I just felt we had a small chance and, you know, Peter threw, threw me a little bone at 16. Um, and then, you know, 17 I managed to stand up and I just absolutely striped one down the middle of the fairway and um because that was an absolute horrible tee shot uh and it's a tough tee shot now with with the introduction of the mounds up the left there's um, no bailouts now is there <laughs> no there's really not there's not and um all week that that tee shot just it was so tough um especially off the back tee as well and how the wind was playing um, but I think 17 was a real key moment. So it was me getting my tee shot down the middle of the fairway. Just probably just put a wee bit more pe- pressure on, 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 on Pete. So it did. And you won out in 18. And you won what many people call the Holy Grail. Being the South with the history and everything else. And the mm. you'll be in that hallway forevermore. Uh, mm. With the greats of the game. And then I think yeah. you gave, I think it was on Brian Kyo, I saw it, um, on his feed, possibly one of the best acceptance speeches known to man in how you went about it. It was like, this is how you give an acceptance speech. Is that because you've you've won so much or, you know, that's just how it's done, is it? Um, I don't know. It was all off the cuff, to be honest. Uh, look, I've obviously been fortunate to say to to say a few speeches over the years. Um but look everything I said was was how I was feeling in the moment. Um I'll say it again, I did, you know I did feel for Big Pete to be honest. You know, it was never it's never nice to lose 
in that manner. Um, and it's obviously for me, it was tricky at at the time. You know, I, I was a bit shell shocked and and what had just unfolded over those last three holes. And um, but uh, look, at the end of the day, nobody gives you these things either. You have to go and earn them. But uh, yeah, look, it was just one of those things that uh, I said what I was feeling at the time and um. The one thing when you're saying a speech, you you you, you always end up forgetting somebody. I'm sure. Um, but look, it, you're just you just go with it, I suppose. No, no, you did well. You did well. Was a home internationals on your radar before winning the South? It actually wasn't. No, to be honest. Um, and uh, like being honest, I didn't. I didn't deserve a place leading into the South. You know, I I played so poorly and. Um, and just obviously with how things probably finished up last year as well, probably I, I just, it was a tricky one and I didn't, didn't see me ever sort of going back in. But, you know, when you get a phone call to be, you know, to ask you available to play for your country, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't take too long to answer that question. So it doesn't. It does not. Uh, a phone call, of, a phone call of, of dreams. It's not your first cap mm. though. Um, no. I, I haven't done the research for this. I have kids now, so there isn't much research for these podcasts anymore. Whatever there was before, <laughs> there's even less it's now. Out the, it's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you you've been yeah. capped. Uh, you've been capped a few times. But mm. how how did you find getting back into that team scenario with the country? Was there a team of lads you'd kind of played a bit of golf with before? You're on the circus, or perhaps? What do you mean, sorry? So getting back into that team fold of of mm. homes. Yeah, it didn't feel alien to you at all. Were you able to kind of slide back into what do they what do they oh. call it the 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 anchor man of of Irish amateur golf? I'd be calling mm. you a comeback Campbell after this one, given most of your <laughs> matches you came from behind. Yeah. Um, how, how did you find the week in Wales and at home internationals? Yeah, it was super. It was really really good. We had a really good team. Um, you know the the team chemistry all week was brilliant. We had a really good bunch of lads. Um, you know, Irish golf's in a really good spot, so it is. Um, it was a tough team to make. You know, if you look at the lads that missed out on it, you know, you had, you had Big Pete, you had Rob Brazel, um, you know, to name a few. But yeah, it was superb. We had a really, like, the week was brilliant from start to finish. We played a really good golf course in McInnes. Um, unfortunately, we just came up a little bit shy on the last day against England um, for two, two years in a row to lose by half a point. Um, you know, like the thing about it is England are just so strong and they've got so much depth and they just don't give you any 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 games easily. You have to earn them. Um, so it was a really good week. Uh, loved every moment of it. And you know, look, I want to continue to represent my country going forward. You know, so when you get when you get into it and you get the taste of it, you just want to keep going and keep achieving it and. Um, look, it's not easy to make these teams, but if you're putting in the performances, it takes care of itself, I suppose. Absolutely, absolutely. Not, nothing but congratulations for you over the past three weeks, mm. especially. Come here yeah. to me. The next, the next few weeks, we've got Women's Irish Open, we've the, the the Men's Irish Open, DP World Tours, and the K Club. But what is on mm. your schedule for the rest of the season? Yeah, amateur golf wise. Um, so we've got the Men's Irish close this weekend in Malone. Um, so slightly different. So, so by the time this podcast goes out, you might be Irish guys. <laughs> you might be champion <laughs> twice over. <laughs> uh, yeah, chasing that. Uh, somebody said to me that the the slam as such. So um, it's one that we haven't ticked off the list yet. So 
but obviously we'll not get too we'll not get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, but yeah, no the the close in Malone really good golf course, uh, seventy two hole stroke. Um, so really looking forward to that. And then we have, um, what's after that? There's still the North of Ireland to play in Royal Port Rush and possibly the Irish Mid Am in Port Salon as well at the end of the year. That's for us old cronies. I I might make that one. Mid-am. Yeah. On my age, yeah, not by know. my handicap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, so a few a few more local courses for you, so, mm. um, for the next yeah. three. Yes. What will you be doing, That's so, amazing. for the winter time? Mm. Will you go on back doing into the fitness classes that you were doing mm. last year yeah. and so forth? Yeah, look, I hopefully be able to get back into it. I've been struggling with... Um, a foot injury, I've got that plantar fasciitis, so the running has took a serious knock on the head. Um, so yeah, but the plan is to get back into it and try and shift a few unwanted pounds as well, you know. But if they're winning the championships, maybe maybe you should keep them. Mm. So, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts. I That'd be my excuse, I'll need to win a championship first. Um, <laughs> a good excuse. Great to be Colin, thanks very much for your time. Um, congratulations no for the past few me. weeks all the best in Malone a couple of weeks Cheers. ago <laughs> and uh, really looking forward to you defending uh, South of Ireland Championship in 2024 I'll see you there thank you kindly cheers Paddy that was the ever the gentleman and if you uh, Colin Campbell and if you ever want a speech written like a victory speech um, ask Colin give the best ones uh, and that is from experience now multiple Irish amateur major winner what a guy and uh, thanks as ever for his time it's his second time on you never know he might win another major didn't quite make it him alone but he might win another major and he might get the three-peat I must do one of those soccer AM three-peat gifts um, send in your recommendations to pantyapantytalksgolf.com for what that gift should be for the three-peats out there Derek Murray is definitely the old one he's been on he's been on three times um, as I think has uh, Tom Tom uh, from EIG Tours Tom Kennedy uh, but anyway I'll repay them in pints of black stuff or small glasses of whiskey stuff and thank you for listening uh, next week it's Ryan Griffin uh, who Collie beat in the semi-final of the South this year or no the quarter-final of the South this year and one to watch definitely one to watch still in the, the mini programme I'm very excited about where Mr Griffin is going to go it won't be on video though we lost the video, but we did retain the full audio. Um, some great jokes in that one, but um, Ryan is delighted it won't be on video. Um, suffering too many DMs as it is, apparently. But anyway, thank you all for listening to the show. It is available on YouTube. Uh, we got great feedback on the first YouTube video. Over 100 views, which I'm delighted with. And well over 15,000, or actually 25,000 impressions with the clips on social media. Social media is mad, right? Mad. So if you do like the show, share it with your family and friends, please. Put it in your WhatsApp groups. Um, Paddy's fucking lifting the game here, um, going to a different level. So yeah, thanks for pressing play as ever. If you see me around, if you saw me at the tournaments over the summer, um, make sure to say hello. Drop into the DMs. If you ever have a question about the game or pros to get lessons of or equipment or any of that, just slide into the DMs. I answer them all. Until we tee up, tee, until we tee up again soon, I'm Paddy.